0: debate for mayor and while i agree with those who want to say that jefferson treve needs to be far more aggressive has to be able to push back stop allowing yourself to be uh, pushed around it is clear that joe hogsett the mayor of indianapolis has absolutely no answer for where he was for two nights of riots and that when asked the question he and his team go out of their minds tony katz 93 wibc good morning Dan Spieler, because this happened on Fox 59, it was Dan Spieler and it was uh, uh, Leslie Weinementer of uh, IBJ. She's the editor over there. They moderated and Spieler asked uh, Hogshead to discuss his actions in 2020 as the riots um, caused destruction. He said he answered the question during a previous debate. He worked from home. Uh, He was working uh, in the mayor's office on the 25th floor of the city-county building all day Saturday and held press conferences. Shreve was like, I would have led, I would have been visible, I would have been communicative with the leadership of the IMPD. It's also noted that during the riots, officers were ordered by Hogsett to stand down. And that created um, long-term consequences for the IMPD, according to Jefferson Shreve. It blames those events for the departure of some of the officers from the force. Hogsett says no one was ever ordered to stand aside. That simply did not happen. Were orders given to stand back and give the protesters some room? I think they were, and I think for the time being, helped the situation. Oh... My goodness. Kids, that's not an answer. That is, I didn't order anybody to stand aside. No, it's not stand down. He says stand aside. He tries to uh, move the, uh, the the words. Were orders given to stand back? Whoa, whoa, whoa. First it was stand down. That's what we're saying. That's what people know. Then Hogshead says stand aside. Then he says stand back, and he admits I think they were. Not that he gave the order. That he thinks maybe an order was given. You want to see a wishy-washy guy who cannot explain why he let the city burn for two nights? It's Joe Hogsett. This is bad. Joe Hogsett, from his own admission, that is completely wishy-washy, that is completely weak, that is completely beta male did indeed tell officers to stand aside. I think they were. So you're not even the leader. Now you're going to blame the order to stand down on somebody else? Who takes the fall for you, Joe? IMPD officers today should be calling into this show, should be calling into Kendall and Casey, should be calling into Hammer and Nigel, should be calling in everywhere to tell us whether or not they were given the order to stand down for two nights of riots. Yes or no. 3172399393. 3172399393. Tony at TonyCats.com. Were you given an order to stand down by Joe Hogsett? Yes or no? Because he just said that simply did not happen. No one was ever ordered to stand aside. Then he says, were orders given to stand back? I think they were. So which one was it? Guys, ladies. It's just your city on the line. And your mayor, who dares to want a third term, is this wishy-washy? Is this despicable? He wants to throw the blame on somebody else. He thinks he can just scoot his way out of this. I, you know what? I apologize for using the term wishy-washy. This guy's a fraud. He won't even admit to what he did. He won't stand up and lead. He's looking to blame others. Were you given the order, officers? Yes or no? Tell us, tell us, because this is a guy you can't answer for what happened. And no one believes that he was working from home. No one believes him. The city burned. No one believes him. The effects are still felt. No one believes him. And when he dares to say, look at 16 Tech, look at uh, uh, what's happening with Bottleworks, look at all the things happening in Indianapolis, none of that is Joe Hogsett. That is Indiana that drags those things and builds those things. Not one Joe Hogshead policy has made things better in Indianapolis. You know it. I know it. The people of Indianapolis knows it. So what are we doing here? Let's end this thing. Oh, but Jefferson Shreve on guns. I don't disagree. I need things to get better in some respect. And then we can replace Jefferson Shreve. But this is what I've got right now. I need everybody to grow up... Pull up their pants and vote. If you're an officer, 317-239-9393, were you given an order to stand down? Yes or no? You got to tell us. You got to tell us today. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. Chappelle says you don't know because you weren't there. And if you weren't there, you don't know. You Forgive me. I was in the middle of sending out a a post on uh, Twitter X about this debate. And last night's debate on Fox 59, Indy Mayor Joe said he didn't give a stand down order during the riots that set the city on fire, saying that, quote, that simply did not happen, unquote, and then said he wasn't sure if orders were given to stand back and give protesters room. I think they were, he says. Were police given the order to stand down? Speak out, IMPD. Do it now. Never mind the, the the back and forth there. He doesn't know what happened, when it happened. What was he doing at home if he was at home, during the riots? Oh, this is the right question. And even if you want to argue, uh, Hammer is out of his head about um, Shreve's response. He's not. He's not wrong. I don't mean out of his head in a, in a wrong way. Just if you follow Hammer and Nigel. On X, uh, he, he's—I'm I, I, pretty sure that's Hammer. He's out of his head about it, and he, I get his point. This is something to hammer home, Jefferson Shreve, and you're not doing it, and it's frustrating. Maybe it's because Mark Lubbers doesn't know how to hammer something home. Stop listening to him. Punch. Which, by the way, I did see uh, Jefferson Shreve uh, uh, a week ago. I was at an event; he was at the event, and I told him to punch and don't stop punching. You're not going to listen. I'm right. Hammer's right. On this, on the, we do not talk about what we're gonna do on the shows. On this, we're we're all correct. Me, Kendall, Casey, Hammer, Nigel, we're all right on this one. You gotta hit. It's it's a rare moment of unanimity. You can't let that moment go. You're out of your head. But I think I'm going to focus on the fact that Joe Hogsett can't figure out whether he gave an order or not gave an order uh, when the riots took place, which leads to what were you doing at home? You were at home. What were you doing? What did you eat? What did you drink? What happened at home? Where was your attention at home? Could anything at home have taken your uh, focus away from riots in the city that you're supposed to lead? What were those things? What could have been those things? All legitimate questions because Joe Ahog can't answer whether he gave an order or didn't give an order about standing down for the police. Let's go back to Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, of course, has been taking it on the chin because at a concert he was doing, a performance he was doing in Boston, supposedly went on a tear about Israel and saying two wrongs don't make a right and uh, Israel is doing this and that and war crimes and Jewish audience members got up and left because this crowd was cheering uh, for for Gaza and they actually thought they were gonna get hurt and they couldn't believe what Chappelle was saying. Now, as as I said then, I'm not going to say that these people are liars for walking out of the show. I'm going to notice that I wasn't there. I don't know what got said. And that's the point that Chappelle wants to make. Right now I'm in trouble because the Jewish community is upset. This he said in North Carolina. But I cannot express this enough. No matter what you read about that show in Boston, you will never see quotation marks around anything I said. They don't know what I said. So he's calling it hearsay. He says he got misquoted all over the world. And then a woman in the crowd screams, free Palestine, and he says, please, please, miss, listen, don't start it up or I'm going to be in the news cycle for another week. This thing that's happening in the Middle East is bigger than everybody. Now that's a quote. That's a quote. Now I don't know how the guy got that quote. Who was in the room? Doesn't matter. Uh, I, but maybe it does matter. Um, that thing, this thing that's happening in the Middle East, is bigger than everybody. That's not even a. What does that mean? We we we, we You're not. We're all not smart enough to understand it. We can't take sides. It's bigger than all of us. Well, oh, it's just one of those things. I guess we'll talk about something else. That's your answer, Dave. Oh, my God, I didn't know you were weak. Bigger than all of us. No, 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 no. It's exactly the size of all of us. Bigger than all of us. Who could comment? It's bigger than all of us. Dude, that's weak. That is weak. That is like taking a knee for the national anthem and thinking you'll solve police brutality weak. That is weak. Uh, too soon? No? Okay. Oh I come I come for the fight. There are many things that Chappelle discusses that I think are incredible. I think he's done some amazing work. There are things he's just wrong on. It's okay. It's okay. He should be allowed to perform. No no cancel culture with me, not at all. I get to do my thing, Chappelle gets to do his thing. He makes more money than I do. I really got to start going on stage, don't I? But still, let him do his thing. But I'm just saying that when you say when you say, this thing that's happening in the Middle East is bigger than everybody? No. No, no, it's not. It's happening to us. What, you mean Jews? No. No. I mean, are we going to allow terrorists engaged in barbarism to survive and thrive? That is us. We have to answer this question. It's not bigger than us. It is quite literally all about us. And he wants to say that, or I I think he's saying that as a way of trying to be dismissive, and that's not that. That is weak. That is that is how dare you bother me? Don't you know who I am? That's what he's saying. Yeah, I know who you are, and you're just wrong on this. More than happy to say so. So I was discussing the the debate stuff and some of the other uh, things about Chappelle, and I realized I I didn't get to the popcorn moment. And that that is just rude, and I have such a good one. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. So better late than never. The popcorn moment. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Thank you, Producer Jonathan. It's the story you need to hear to believe, then grab your popcorn because there's more. People are stopping their donations to these so-called elite universities because they're a bunch of bigots, and it should get a lot of applause. No, not the bigotry, the pulling of the funding. It should get a lot of applause. Tremendous amount. Right there. One of those people is Leon Cooperman. I don't know Leon Cooperman from a hole in the wall. Chairman and CEO of Omega Advisors. They are an investment advisory firm. It's a hedge fund guy. Over three, basically three and a half billion in assets under management. And a lot of that is his own personal wealth. He is a billionaire. And he has repeatedly given money to Columbia. That that that's what he's done. So he is on one of the financial shows. I think I think it was with Fox Business, I think, but I could be wrong. Could be CNBC and he just lets loose on students today this is them bleeping it out like it's it's something wait a second let me get that better for you right there
1: where are we in the world when 1300 israeli civilians i think these kids slaughtered... at the colleges have for brains that's where we think <laughs> we have one reliable ally in the Middle East that's Israel we only have uh, one democracy in the Middle East that's Israel okay and we have one economy tolerant of different people you know gays lesbians etc that's Israel so they have no idea what these young kids are doing and that's one of the reasons I wrote my book now the real shame is I've given to Columbia probably about 50 million dollars over many years and I'm going to suspend my giving. I'll give my giving to other organizations. Wow. That is a big statement. Uh, so right here, right now, you're saying no more money to Colombia. Yeah, unless I see a change. I told them that they should fire this professor. I mean, war is hell. It's, war is not good for anybody. But to praise what Hamas did is disgraceful, disgusting.
0: Now, When you're a billionaire, you really can't get away with anything. The only thing I'm missing is the billion. But I have to advise Mr. Koopman here or anybody else who's stopping their giving. You're blaming the student. You have been giving to an institution that has been building that student for the last 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years with all due respect to you, Mr. Cooperman, and I'm not saying that you're wrong for being angry at Columbia and the despicableness of who they are. Why did you give last year? They were just as despicable. You knew it. You just didn't wanna believe it. Five years ago and 10 years ago, you knew it, but you didn't wanna believe it, or maybe I'm being too harsh. Now you see it and now it stops, good. But you're blaming the student with all due respect They sign something, they've got to take responsibility for that. Blame the university that has inculcated this, that has developed this with professors and administrators that have not given a damn about students, have only given a damn about their ideology, and forced the ideology down the throats of students for fear of failing. This is what these so-called elite institutions have done. Say what we say, believe what we believe, or you are on the outside. You don't get your degree. And these teachers are protected. These teachers are treated so well, and they live like kings, and and the school is a palace. Oh, yes, professor. Oh, right, right, professor. Oh, whatever you want, professor. Oh, please don't fail me, professor. That's what your $50 million helped build, and you need to know that, sir, so the same mistake doesn't happen again. You and John Huntsman with University of Pennsylvania and uh, whoever it is that's pulling their funding from Harvard, et cetera. And the people who donate to any school, including Purdue or Ball State or IU. What is your money actually going towards? You want to blame the student? They they sign the letter. They engage in the activity. I get it. And they get their blame. But what about the university you have supported that has built it? You should have seen that. And now that you see it, how will you ensure that we start bringing about conversations of free speech and free thought and free ideas and not just trying to destroy those we disagree with? I only hope there's a recognition of this, that it's not just the student. It's the system. I'm Tony Katz there seems to be a never-ending number of things to discuss regarding israel hamas and the bigotry we're seeing all across the country which of course people want to argue well it's directed at jews yes but the target is non-jews it can't be said enough tony katz 93 wibc good morning I may be the object of their hate, but the objective is to get you and your kids to have a bad thought about me for my existence. It is about creating the Pavlovian response. Yes, they may physically attack Jews in the streets. And yes, the Jews need to fight back. And yes, these people need to be prosecuted. Yes, all these things are true. Could you imagine if the media actually cared about these things? If Jews were gay or black or Hispanic or Asian, then maybe they'd care. But those attacks are also supposed to try and get people who aren't Jewish to say, man, I don't, I don't want that to happen to me people forget where the where some of this this focus is and i've got much more to get into about that but i brought up the mayor's race earlier in indianapolis just like there's a mayor's race in carmel that i've been very very focused on because of the despicable nature of miles nelson and his campaign it's it's been it's been disgusting uh to witness his total lack of focus on on Carmel and his desire to just scream about Moms for Liberty. Uh, it's, it's, you, you let Ron Klain run your campaign, you're going to have garbage. And, and Miles Nelson has run a garbage campaign on no substance at all. Disgusting. There are other races going on. And I, I, I appreciate, I, I, I feel bad in, in a way for, for the last couple of weeks and where the focus has been. But there's just been so much in so many places, uh, whether it's the Israel, what's happening in Israel, what's happening uh, in, let's say, Cooper Union, New York, what's happening at this university, what this president said, what the IU president said, what the university of Indianapolis president said, we read the Purdue statement. There's been so much of that that I do not want at all to shy away from some of these other things where you get to actually do something about it. It is hard to envision how you do something about the bigotry at such and such a university or a college president who fails to uh, speak out regarding terrorism. Certainly, yeah, you don't have to give them your money, nor do you have to give them your children. <laughs> they, they, they aren't entitled to that. But your vote for mayor matters, and your vote for city council matters, and your vote for the local official matters matters and it's where you get to make impact it's where you actually get to have a say you can control something the feel you get if we talk about the border if we talk about the economy if we talk about the state of war and we have the U.S. engaging in military attacks against targets in Syria because you have these Iranian-backed attacks via drone on U.S. service members you have a United States contractor who died, basically, of a heart attack after one of these attacks. You have a series of soldiers, twenty-one American troops that were injured. They've all returned to active duty. That's how I have the reporting. So we've this is this is happening in in a very large scale way, in a very frightening. A way where, where the U.S. has uh, positioned itself in, in all right, we're, we're engaged here, actively engaged in, in, call it war. Now, when U.S. troops are attacked, very few of us don't believe in a response. We, we do believe in a response. But we're in a different place than we were four years ago. And that place is not great. And I've been very, very clear about this because I want us to all be in an understanding of, okay, these are the hard times. We're here, but just because they're hard doesn't mean we can't get through them. It doesn't mean we can't create strong women and strong men to get through them, to get to the good times. We can, and if you tell me, oh, Tony, you're being too optimistic. It's all I got, kitten. It's either that or give up. It's just not who I am. But sometimes it's really important to focus on what it is you can control. What it is that you can do. Where you can have an impact. Yes, yes, there's a war footing on. The economy is bad. But there are people who really do want your 8-year-old to have porn in a school library. they're 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 out there i assume they're running for school board in fishers but they're out there oh too soon didn't think so come on and you get to vote against that you get to speak out your school board against that somebody wants to be the mayor of your town that's where you live what do you want your town to be you get to have a say in that your city county council Libby Glass is running in the 13th district. She's a libertarian running against a socialist. You can actually have impact. Put a libertarian on the council in the 13th. Libby, number four, libertyin.com. Republicans and Democrats should be getting together and saying, we're not voting for this socialist. There's no Republican in the race. Vote for the libertarian. There are things you can do. There are places you can have impact. It is bad. These are the hard times. It doesn't mean you can't act now to make them a little bit better. Just a reminder...